This is the John Hallett Podcast with John Hallett. It's because the way we're living, we need to change it, make it change today. And all learn from failure. Maybe they just wanted it a little bit more than you. That's probably the fact. And now your host, John Hallett. All right, Josh tells me we are live. Thanks for joining me here on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you guys are listening, but we are live on YouTube right now. Is that correct, Josh? Correct. You're not messing anything up? It's the story of my life. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, working, on the, I'm working on it, John. <laughs> we're, gonna, we still gotta, we're still working on hair and makeup for you and the budget, so... If you guys are out there, we got some new Suck Less t-shirts on. That, that felt like a shot with my hair. Hair and makeup? Hair and makeup. Do you uh, fun? Dude, one day I'm coming in hair and makeup. Like, if we do a Halloween show, I'm coming in and makeup. Kiss. <laughs> I had some good... Yeah, yeah, that'd be great, man. Like, the big star over the eye. It was one of my Yeah. Favorite. Oh, yeah. My parents yeah. Um, went to some Halloween thing. I can still remember it. I had to be under third grade. Um, at the house we were living in, and then their parent, their uh, friends, went uh, to some Halloween party dressed as Kiss, like full on the, like the chains, really? the makeup, yeah. I bet that was great. Dude. Oh man, I'm like, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, they look awesome. Yeah, in there. Sure. We said to bring you in. I see you. Well, you're the, already like, talking to me. I had, you already brought me in. I had to bring myself in. I'll, I'll here. Hair. Let's do it. Let's let's redo it. There you go. Fix your hair. Okay, and then you can come in. All right, but we have uh, some Suck Less t-shirts. I've got my Suck Less t-shirt on today because we can all be a little bit better. Got to do something every day. Um, Shop.rmsdf. Go to the Suck Less tab. And same thing on our clearsky-online.com store has some Suck Less gear. uh, All sorts of stuff on there. So always trying to improve those. So any suggestions... Uh, ideas we're always open to them but there's never enough time in the day for that stuff i was just thinking of categorizing the shot the suck less on the shopping area that's got to be a lot of work oh yeah websites and all that goodness gracious yeah i go want to go back to the bulletin board next to the hub on nantucket island and um the bulletin board at the grocery store and that's all i had to do maybe an occasional (laughs) Uh, really? advertisement in the newspaper because so many people read the newspaper there even you know I mean it's going out of yeah. favor I don't know what it is now I know they have some Instagram stuff um, out I don't even know if they still print that paper who knows um, the Inquirer Mirror oh, man, it's like the Inquirer Mirror that sounds it's a good name so we used to go and sit there um, after football games it was right at uh, somebody was like what Mike it's a rotary it's not a roundabout. Oh. It's a rotary. Yeah. That's what Mike. That's what we. It was the rotary. Wait, a you, roundabout's called a rotary. Yeah, it was. The, you go to the rotary. That's that's how I grew up, Nantucket. Yeah, you can look at me weird, but you're probably right. I'm just trying to figure this out. I don't out know, but plenty of people call them at the roundabout. Right. I mean, take a left at the roundabout, right, and then continue through. Um. So we used to go sit there after football games. Uh, the next day, especially if we lost. <laughs> yeah be like yeah you gotta sit there people be like give you the thumbs up or like right ah oh, you guys lost right <laughs> it, hurts. it hurts so you know we were talking a little bit um with bill this morning you know all sorts of stuff going Can I bring on myself in now 
I guess. All right. Well, I've been talking. I just wanted to make sure. You can bring yourself in. Do you have a suck less t-shirt on? No. No. I, I had to wear warm today because it was actually cold when yeah, I got it. It's getting part. chilly here. It starting is. to feel like fall. Got to yeah. love it here. I love the fall. Me too. It's a great time of year. I mean, I, it was a really good morning. Then we had that conversation with Bill after uh, a really good set of training. And I was like, woof, woof. Like the world's a crazy place, man. Yeah, there's all, you know, when you start to look at it and all the underpinnings of all these things in these countries and who gave weapons to who and who gave those weapons to somebody else. Um, it's a crazy world. You know, I think my biggest thing lately is just corruption. Yeah. I It, it sickens me. I was watching Painkiller on Netflix. I think it was a really good series. I think that guy, I don't know if I listened to him, but actually Joe Rogan was just talking about that with his current guest, I think, or the last one or two. And I was like, oh, I'm just watched that. And it's just, so mind-boggling that they can still sell oxy well it's been highly regulated now because i mean but they're still selling it oh you bet it's, it's freaking heroin in a pill and they knew it from the get-go highly addictive very powerful painkiller very cheap to make right that's the other thing about it is their their cost for making those pills was like nothing and they're selling them they were making a fortune off of it. And with doctors prescribing pain pills, they're they asking doctors to prescribe, right? Oh, they had the whole, reps. like, if you watch that thing, yeah. it, higher dosage, get them up, higher dosage, higher dosage. I mean, the whole thing's sickening, and the whole thing's about money, and they knew the whole time. Right. It's it's the highly, they knew people were going to want it, right? Because a lot of people went from taking it for pain to taking it for recreation, and that was... Well, you're not getting, it's like one of those things, like you're not getting off heroin. Yeah. Like there's very few people that get off of these things. And just knowing that alone, that these people, they're just greed. I can't stand that. It just makes me sick. Preying on people's addictions. And, you know, like you said, it's very few people out there who can actually break their own addiction cycle. Otherwise you stay addicted or you die. Yeah, you know, you're gonna eventually just freaking die. I lost and destroy a couple your life. of friends to uh, opioid overdose combined. Combined, right? They'd always add alcohol. Or they'd add some other drug. But yeah, two uh, two people at least I went to high school with have died of opioid overdose. Yeah, that the uh, that family. I think the Sackler family that they still have their personal wealth mm-hmm. blows me away. Yeah, because it was the business doing like the business entity was the one that went after. They were not held liable themselves. And I'm like, you on the board of directors? I'm like, you certainly should be. You certainly should be. Yeah, it makes you wonder if somebody suddenly comes up with a drug that it takes care of something and suddenly everyone has it and they recommend that you get it. There's probably something there that's bad, right? Like a lobbyist has been there saying, just push the drug, just push the drug, you know, or even in like government or, or private hospitals. But when there's that much effort to make a drug happen and they knew the side effects, I mean... The, the tobacco companies were sued for, I mean, were sued for a ton of money, right? And they had to yeah. prove it. These guys have proved it too. Why haven't they been hit to the point where they don't exist anymore? Yeah, it's the whole the whole thing. It's crazy to me that we didn't. There's not more done. It's just again, the uh, whatever you want to call it, the elitist club. Whatever you know, they make a phone call and things are switched around. You know, when it comes to people's lives and how many people died over that, 
you know, that's that's not getting out of a speeding ticket. Yeah, <laughs> that's there was a lot of deaths in New York, and I forgot what the number one, but it was over a hundred thousand deaths in New York alone. It might have been. I, I wanted to they, say. Yeah, and they blamed it on other things. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So I'd I'd watch that. I hate corruption. I hate government corruption. Yeah. Um, actually, it was interesting. Um, I forget the guy's name. Maybe Sam Altman. Um, that one of the uh, familiar. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a um, Sam Altman. He is on Joe Rogan. He yeah. is. He's not. Uh, chat whatever. He is the CEO of OpenAI. That's why, yeah. Um, and actually, Joe had a good... And we've talked about it. I don't, I don't know how much we've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. But Joe was like, I'd rather have a AI government than what we have now. He's like, the guy said, he's like, you want to hand it over to AI? Mm-hmm. And he's like... He's like, you trust it? He goes, I don't trust the people doing it now. <laughs> now. And I'm like, it was a good point. I never thought. I'm like, yeah, I've been a little like, oh, I'm really hesitant. Joe seems, he's like, you're the most neutral person I've ever talked to on this AI stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite interesting because I don't trust our politicians. <sighs> and if you go, you have an unbiased opinion of what to do when you have the history of the world uh, you, in those, I mean, right? It's just, boom, it has everything. everything. Supreme intelligence. And if it was programmed right, and it has no bias, and like, what's the right decision for us to do here? Yeah. I mean, kind of, I'd like that for Facebook advertising. Can you just tell me, because, ah, oh, I'm gambling my money yeah. if this ad is going to work. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. And you start to look at numbers and you're going, can just AI just tell me? Tell yeah. me. Because yeah. I'm, I'm an answer. putting money into Google, Facebook. And, you know, it's one of those things. I think, you know, when people don't realize how much it actually costs to run a small business. I mean, to my add, wife was yeah. just talking about. Um, somebody is like, oh gosh, you know, like they're $75,000 in the hole in their business. And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't see that. Nope. No freaking problem yeah. in a business. I mean, people don't get it and how much, I mean, you were, I'm like, what the value, um, of rent is in any area, never alone Douglas County, County Colorado County. and what rents are. And you're like, oh shit. Right. That's more than I thought. And I'm like, yeah. Almost double. It was double what you thought? Yeah, I mean. Oh my gosh. And then you throw on property taxes and, you know, all that other fun stuff. It's not cheap and neither is Google and Facebook. It's where sometimes people are like, you have to pay them? I'm like, how did you not realize that people didn't, you just think Facebook's miraculously worth that much money and you've never paid them a dime? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm like, it's the advertisers. Think about marketing. It's the only form of gambling I know where there's not a chance that you you can't see a payoff, right? And that is really hard as a marketer to sell because if you go and gamble on a a sports game, they either win or lose, and your ticket is, you know, if it's a simple bet, it's for win or lose, right? And if you win, you win, and you see the money come in. 
if you lose, you know that money's a loss. But with marketing, it's it's like here's the bet, and then it, you're you're just hoping that something comes from it, right? I mean, it's 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 really crazy. So a lot of these companies have put AI into it to try to shore up, you know, what those groups might be. And if you don't think AI is important, all of these these betting companies and marketing agencies use it because they're looking for the answer too, right? Yeah, there's I mean, no answer to it. They're, that's why it's so important. They're willing to put money into it to try to make the answer happen, or at least war games. Like they're they're, they're like war games, right? You're trying to figure out what scenario is going to work best for you. Yeah, that's AI. Yeah, that's, right? yeah, that's and crazy. The latest Google phone is com- like going to be AI driven. The latest, the newest iPhone is going to have a layer of AI on it. They've got chips in there that are specifically made to work with AI. Yeah, so it's good and it's bad. I think yeah, you're gonna be forced. I mean. You know, it's like, again, just, oh, it's like, get off. It's get off the device. You could be so much better. Um, I, I guess we were talking about on the podcast. I always get confused of where we were talking about. What was it? Was it a short, you know, like get, you know, what could you be if you got off of this? You know, I listen to podcasts in the cold plunge doing, you know, menial things and, but especially driving. Yeah. You know, if I'm cooking, I'll listen. But, you know, I mean, sometimes I have to listen to things twice because I'm doing some video editing or whatever I'm doing that I'll have it just in the background. But I do the same thing. It's not consuming scrolling. It just makes me sick. I've I've been feeling worse and worse. I've been trying to get off. You know, you try to look at it. I'm like, don't even look. Don't even look. There's nothing there. Right, it's just gonna there's just scary. nothing. You're just endlessly scrolling, and that's not without AI. I mean, yeah. there's some to it, like that yeah. they're 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 gaming it. I always say, you know, you can't beat the algorithm. But man, when they get they're gonna get just people totally hooked potentially. And I'm like, we've got to fight that and balance that. Like actually, Joe Rogan just said, I've got a phone that that's what I'm carrying around. I you know I think he just said it's like text and call and that's all I have on that phone that I have with me and if I go need to go post then I go over to the other phone that's got that on there mm-hmm. but he's even that like I, I was scrolling for an hour and I'm like I haven't gotten I mean, like I can't scroll for an hour No. but I even can't. I'm like on there even just you know at lunch I'm like oh let me just check and I'm like what am I even looking for mm-hmm. like sometimes I'll watch our like look at our stuff and you know like it personally i don't know what the hell it does but i watch our yeah. videos um but you can get sucked into that right before you know it 15 minutes has gone by and yes it's like, work well, related I, right yeah or you're like well is it work related or you're like what's a friend doing do they have a good yeah. post that you can emulate and go sure. hey that was a cool idea or that look looks good and then all of a sudden you're sucked into the rest of it mm-hmm. you know that would be great ai hey yeah, it's working, but at the same Please time... Please show me right. self-defense gyms. Right. And, like, that's it kind of thing. That would be great. Like, all I want to see is feeds from this. And, and I mean, you probably... It. Maybe you can do that. You can probably... Um, like, John, it, it's crazy what it's going to start feeding it. Imagine an intelligence out there that can track your every movement, look at everything that you are looking at, and then start feeding you recommendations, right? I mean, you, you, this is like a dystopian... You know, the, the, the communist Chinese drool over the idea that everybody's being monitored all the time, right? And 
it's really hard to tell the American people we're going to do that to you. But then you just slip it in a phone and everybody wants it, right? It's it's the yeah. ultimate tool to to coerce. It's the ultimate tool to influence, and it's the ultimate tool to change culture. And then the other part of it is, we said Bill said a word today before he left it was relevance, right? Everybody on the internet wants to either find what's relevant or to be relevant on those platforms, which is scary because it just feeds into that ego. It sucks you in, like psychologically, it gives you a feedback, right? And you're excited and you're happy. Yeah. So it just it just blows your mind. You yeah. know what I mean? So I guess you can go to the uh, the search thing, quote, and hit self-defense, but it's not like the same as the feed, what that is yeah. bringing up for self-defense. And I, mean, I didn't want to click on it because maybe the volume would go on or something and I'd get in trouble. But probably laugh. It's, it's like it's different. It's not like quite like you're going through your feed. But again, like what are you really looking for? It's some It's this stuff. I'm like, why, you know... Why do I have a podcast? Why do I have this clear sky dot training mm-hmm. um, page? You're like, ah, just. <laughs> well, we're advertising, and that's you know. Yeah, everybody's trying to make a living. It was, you know, I mean, I guess what what you name this show? If you don't what like the, the title of the show, on? please info at rmsdf.com. All your complaints can go there. The email I see. <laughs> but what the heck is going on, right? Why are yeah. we be get, Why are we given all this stuff? Why? Oh uh, well, hold on. Like the title of the show was the state of the world. Is that what you named it? The what the heck is going on? What the heck is going on? What the heck is going yeah, on? Yeah, and it's like we're all taught. Like sometimes, like my wife saying she had a conversation with somebody um, at one of the places she consults with of just like I feel like I'm not doing what I really want to do and. You know, actually, this woman, I forget where she lived, but she, like, lives like, in Denver, Air Metro or something. And, you know, occasionally she's going back to her house, wherever the heck it was, um, a little bit more into the mountains or, you know, foothills kind of thing. And, but I just want to be there. But I have to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to try to make money. Mm-hmm. And, and you do these things. And that's one that, like doing this I'm like ah uh, we're not making money buy a shirt people buy a shirt buy a shirt buy <laughs> a knife yeah you should get the clear sky yeah. defender the clear sky defender knife yep that is on clear sky hyphen online I should I don't know if there's a link again more crap to do on my to-do list right. actually I was thinking of putting a link on clear sky dot training because yeah. we talked about advertising that I have the knife out on another another podcast and I'm like oh I should put the link at least you know put a Put the knife on clear sky dot training. But we, you know, you do these things and you're tied to this mm-hmm. of like, I got to make money and you're just in the cycle, but are you really living the life you want to live? Are you fulfilled? That's what I do like doing what I do. You do hard things. It's fulfilling to teach little kids and other things like that and adults and better people. But you're caught in this cycle of like, well, you got to make videos. I'm like, I don't like doing it. Like, I like doing it for myself. Yeah. It was like forms in Taekwondo. I enjoyed doing them, but I didn't like getting up in front of other people and doing them for them. And demonstrating. Yeah, it's a bit, you know, you're like, oh, you got to do it for a test. You're, you're like, you know, different things. Like, white belts up. You know, we used to... All, like go through all the forms and like, you know, the white belts would be like, oh, you don't know the next one or you're trying to do the next one all the way up to black belt. And like, now you get the rest of the people 
watching you, that's stress, it's good, you know, everything's, you know, is it good and bad? Yes and yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that I really just wanted to do them for myself. Yeah. Truly. I'm like, I, I don't really care about being up in front of you people looking at me. It's the way I feel about our videos. I'm like, ah, oh, here I am on this stupid freaking video. And that was the biggest coaching piece. You're like, why, why do I even have to do this, right? And I was like... Well, I knew. And we had yeah. to, you know, we have plenty of videos out there. And it's, again, like trying to do more videos and clean them up. Because, again, like I texted you yesterday, that little appreciation text. Yeah, it was nice. It, it, I know, you cried. It's a, I only cry when uh, Todd Fossey's in town. So. <laughs> you only cry when Todd's here? Yeah, I only cry when Todd's here. I didn't really find fulfillment in work. Like I started off kind of working for a painting company and uh, I never really got fulfillment in it because I kept thinking to myself, I just don't want to be a painter my whole life, but I could have made a ton of money doing it, right? That, that's the, the trade-offs that you don't, you don't realize, right? And society tells you you have to be more than just that, right? You have to go to college and you have to be something amazing all the time. And you don't really, you just got to find something you love and find a way to make money doing it. And when I started working for myself, I finally found that fulfillment. It took forever, right? Yeah. It took a long time because now I'm in control of my destiny. If I'm making money, it's me, not some large corporation or, you know what I mean, some a-hole of a person yeah. I'm working for. And it's, it's freeing. And I think that's what people don't realize. That's why small business is so important because you get freedom. Yeah. I mean, it does tie you down. But it's all, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Like, but, yeah, I got HR talking to yesterday yeah that i'm like ah i don't really want to be a manager Mm -hmm. i just want to teach people how to defend themselves Mm -hmm. and get them in shape i don't want to manage josh he's a freaking pain in the ass people are pains in the butt man and yeah like i'm not a good manager i'm like i'd rather do it myself my wife's like but you can't and i'm like yeah, but I want to, and I never started this mm. thinking like, oh, I have to manage yeah. and be a good leader for these things. I'm like, just get the freaking post right, Josh. Yeah. Title it. Right. What the hell? And then delegate. Is it that hard, Josh? Yeah. There are days. <laughs> there are days. There are days. But yeah, it's like it's hard to delegate something you know you can do yourself. It's hard letting yeah. go of that, right? And delegating those to other people because you've you've done it for so long yourself, right? And when you hand it off to someone else, and it doesn't, it's not meeting an expectation you've set for yourself, right? In your head on how something should be done because somebody else is doing it. Yeah, that's I mean, the hardest part. I mean, especially being it's where we are as a real you know real small business that you're like. Giving up that control, it's not even like you're a 50-person company. All of a sudden, you get big and you're yeah. really giving up a portion. You're like, we're really freaking small. And when you go, Josh, call all the leads and book the appointments and make sure somebody follows those up, you're like, that's everything. Yeah. That's everything. Yeah. And you're like, if that slips off a tiny bit, who? Oh, that's a lot. It's yeah. not like, oh, we got this cushion. Or like, you know, back to... Yeah. You know, what it costs to run a business and just payroll taxes and all the other crap that goes along with it. I'm like, oh, I really just didn't sign up for this. I really just want to let me, can I teach out of my garage? (laughs) You have, yeah. I'm like, oh, it doesn't look as professional, but gosh, man, just having to be stuck in the grind and going, you got to keep up these numbers and you're stuck in this. I mean, it goes back to where I'm like, it was... 
I guess it was 2019, I guess it was even pre-COVID that I was like, let's just move to Montana. My wife's like, we can't do that. You have a business. And I'm like, who cares? Like, let's just move. It looks awesome. Let's just do it. Like, oh, how are we going to replace our incomes? And I'm like, why do you got to be so smart? (laughs) Why the hell can't I just freaking go? Um, And again, I love my gym. I mean, you're like, oh gosh. I mean, I left... You know, we've had to, I've sold, well, I left one, sold it on Nantucket. You know, I sold a location in Aurora. We had to close the Meridian location because I think just the combination of where it was located and then COVID, like it just couldn't get out of it. And when the lease was up, we're like, yeah, like we're out. We're like making 500 bucks a month is not what we want <laughs> yeah and, and you're like that's total that's not like after you paid yourself blah 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 uh stuff you go can i just start over but you're like well crap i guess i have all these bills yeah and everything else but you're like would that have been a better decision like freaking gamble it but we get so caught up in just our lo- like you know what you have to do and with the lifestyle uh-huh. You know, you got you got to pay for your vehicle, and you got to pay right. for this, and you got to pay for that. You got to eat, and all those things, and insurance. We'd I be mean, more fulfilled. And right. again, the, the world's crazy. What's going on? I mean, I think, you know, that's what I love about Bill, and you know, he's kind of no nonsense and really just filters through mm-hmm. the things in the Bible, and it's not this BS again. Like churches are trying to make money. I really like um, Bill and his, like, what he brings mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, to really just, you know, I mean, besides him being a coach, it's really um, the friendship I have with Bill. Um, yeah, it's a wealth of knowledge. The man is on the process of memorizing the whole Bible. So let that sink in, right? Yeah, and not this, I heard, and taking something, and, yeah. you know, people twist things all the time. And, you know, I, I'm just appalled. Again, I hate, really hate the corporate greed and, and everything of that, that line. But when people hurt kids, that just makes me sick. Yeah. It's just appalling to me. Um, beheading of kids. That um, is a whole different, yeah, that's a... And again, I'm like... You know, people get crazy. And then, you know, I was looking through. My wife hadn't heard that. I'm looking. I'm like, where am I? I like, I hardly, I mean, we've talked about like reactivating. It's current. I guess we just don't post to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Actually, we have two Twitter feeds. I'm like, oh, great. There's two RMSDFs out there. Um, and uh, so... She hadn't heard it, and you start looking, and then they're like, the Israelis are killing kids, but Hamas uses them. They have no regard for their own people, and they will gladly sacrifice some kids in an airstrike or whatever or just to say that the Israelis are killing kids. I knew it was a real crap sand, I mean, just inhumanity when I learned that they were taking the phones of people in their homes and then live streaming to their family their beheadings on Facebook. That is when I was like, that is, this is what social media ended up 
doing. It became a tool to spread terrorism. Like yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah. What this is I'm like. sorry. I'm like, you can believe in your religion. I'm like, I, you know, like long as you're not hurting kids is generally what I say. It's like the like the jewels and like all the stuff that they're just going after kids, um, and the tobacco rise over that. But that's another sidetrack. Um, as soon as you start hurting kids and innocence, I'm like, you know, left there. Huh? There's no humanity left there. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'm sorry. You need to wipe it completely out. And that's ugly. It's like what I tell kids. I'm like, look, self-defense can be ugly. You need to smash somebody in the face. Knee them. Whatever you may have to do. You know, I mean, you're an armed citizen. And you're shooting somebody point blank. Oh. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. But you want to survive. If good people aren't willing to do violence on evil yeah. people. But it's also like you have to take them out. And not leave one of them. Yeah. Not leave one of them. That's why what we do is so important. Because you never know when that situation is going to come. Right, we always just worry about what's going to happen here, but now we've got these external forces now that want to do harm. You could be at the store now, and something can happen, right? And that's not people from the U.S. There's there's group house that want to do us harm, and that that's why I'm here all the time, right? I, it's it, I'd rather be prepared here before we have to see it out there. Yeah, I mean, I think it should be <laughs> a given, and again, like it's kind of like college. Like, I think that should be free. Like, isn't it in the best interest of this country to have the smartest possible people and have them get there and feel like they can do it and not be saddled with debt? But again, talk about a uh, controlling (laughs) political thing that these colleges don't want to get, that we don't want to, what, we change? Like I'm glad. Like I think everybody should learn self-defense. Yeah. And continue with it. And practice it. And make it available to the public. Mm-hmm. You know where we're at now. You're like, well, I'm trying to make a living. Everybody out there, it's like, well, colleges they're trying to make a living. I think they're making a ginormous profit <laughs> off these kids. If they really wanted people to be in college, why not lower tuition prices every year? Why? Why always well, raise them and then build a new building? I went to Metro. Not a bad university, but they've just grown by leaps and bounds. And they're not one of the biggest, they might actually be pretty big, I don't know. But how much of my tuition rates that went up at the time were just going up to to feed that machine and put up new buildings? It didn't really go to students or to help students or continue the, the perpetuation of education, right? That yeah. That's how I feel. And then there's all these ideologies that pop up these universities. It's just like, why go? Yeah, educate. Educate people. (laughs) That's your job. (laughs) Not fill them with your agenda. Good luck Uh, on a college these days. I don't recommend... I would rather see trade schools and manufacturing jobs. That's what I want back. Yeah, we... God, again, we know so much. (laughs) I know. That needs to, I think, change in this country and... There's people out there that aren't affected. I think that's the big... You're yeah. not a... 
affected by it. Especially our politicians. They, they make these laws and then they don't have to deal with it. They're going to be dead before most of the stuff ever comes to fruition, right? Because they're all old. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was listening to uh, The Law of Self-Defense and he's talking about... Good show, by the way. Um, a talk that he did for public... I guess that was Public Defenders um, mm-hmm. here in the state of Colorado mm-hmm. and going, well, it doesn't affect them if they screw up and you go to jail because they don't know the law. And it was our discussion on reasonable <laughs> and that you felt that they could have a weapon, mm-hmm. that they're going for it, they're acting like a weapon, that you reasonably believe. And I think the the laws on the been on the books since like nineteen oh something, you know, or like it it's not a new change that these public defenders are kinda messing up. That seemed like to me mm-hmm. of like, oh, well, it's racist. It's that. It's this. And you're like, what is wrong? Can you yeah, just go by the law? Right. Do you have to throw agendas Did in you there? Like, re- yeah. It's just, you were just like, he read a letter from uh, the head of training, whatever the t- her title was. And like, oh my gosh, this lady is crazy. And it's just agenda, agenda, agenda. And not the law. Not rep- like... Sh- Oh, if you screw up and Josh goes to jail for decades for defending himself, oh, well, doesn't matter to her. She's not going to jail, but you didn't really do your job. And it's like, oh, great. We can't get Oxy completely eliminated. They're going to allow another company to produce it or we're going to highly regulate it. Yeah. But we know... Why don't we do something else? It was the whole, there, I would imagine it was true that they were, they ran a test group of people and we were like, what do you associate morphine with? Heroin. Um, they said it was like death. Whoa. It was what a lot of the people were like, morphine, like you're dying. Give them morphine, right? Give them morphine. Wow. And like Oxy, Cotton didn't, they were like, uh, I forget what the, the the test group was kind of coming up on. But they're right. like, look, they're not associating it with death. Right. So we can give it to them. And they feel Call like... marketing. Like, and your pain is like, you know, the five and six little faces. It's not the nine and ten about to die in agony. Yeah. Um, right. It crazy. has its place, right? There is a place for pain meds. They're, they're meant to actually manage people who have real pain or pain in side of situations for injury and stuff like that. So there's a place for it. But when people are slinging a million fentanyl pills and and you're getting these drug companies that are like fentanyl, right? There's a, there's a market for it. So somebody's going to feel that niche and it's coming through. It's coming through the border. Yeah. What are they, what are they calling it now? Fentanyl. Well, they had that. No, no, the border. It's not the wall. Now they're like, wait a second, maybe we need a wall, but they're not calling it the wall. Have you seen it? Yeah. That, and some of the fencing that they're talking about putting up, you could just walk right through. I mean, again, we need to protect our border. Like fentanyl streaming through. Mm-hmm. And that's come like China's setting up these cartels. They're getting it. You only need- and the supplies from China. And then it's coming. Like, we need a freaking wall, people, for our security, for our kids. This stuff is coming through human trafficking. 
you name it, terrorists are coming through. It's like you said the other day, like, oh, they're going to... I'm like, dude, they've been coming through the freaking border for... I'm like, it's not a new thing. Like, if you weren't concerned about terrorists coming over the border and setting up sleeper cells for all of these years, and all of a sudden you're going to be concerned now? When it's too late? I'm like, it's already too late, Josh. Who cares? if who? I'm like, people have been coming over the border for years. There can be sleeper cells, and if you're not prepared... And I hate to be like the doomsdayer. Yeah. I feel like just be prepared and go live your life. And that's why I'm like, be prepared. Arm yourself. Know how to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. And go about your day and, you know, go pay the bills like we were talking about. Get caught up in the, right. the machine of this is what I got to do every day. And how do you... Yeah, we get so caught up in making the money and the machine, we don't see the rest of the world around us, and we don't want to get involved. You know, oh, so many people cable, don't want to. My still belted radials, and I'll just sit here and watch TV all day. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's people. Tires? That's what people do, right? Give me my still belted radial tires, and give me my TV, and I'll just sit in my house as my world gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and I don't pay attention to what's going on with myself, my health, or the world around me. That is what we have. Yeah. I mean, so many people don't take care of themselves. So why would they care about anything else? And that, that's, what, that's what we're facing. Yeah, I mean, if you don't care, but like, why would you care about the grid going yeah. down? Like, you, you don't even care enough to, about yourself. My power's always on. I don't have to worry about it, John. My power's always on. Why do we got to worry about it? It's never happened. It's never happened yet. Right. There's always those. Yeah, yeah people that want to bury their head in the sand. I mean, be vigilant. I mean, if you look at Israel, they're one of the most vigilant people on the planet, if not the most. You know, and they be still happy. get hit. Right? Be happy. Actually, I'm watching a new thing because Painkiller is over. Yeah, what's it called? The happiness drugs out there? The happiness drugs? Well, think about all of the uh, drugs that were created for people with um, anxiety or um, some sort or of the mental. Depression. There's like a pill for every psychological disorder out there, right? And it gets tested and sent out and then used and then prescribed. And we don't really know some of the long-term societal effects of those drugs on our brains or reproduction or even the water system. Because every time you go to the bathroom, the stuff comes out. What goes in must come out. Yeah. So I started watching Live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zones. And we just did uh, one episode... But really interesting. They just covered like kind of Okinawa. He's going around the world. Um, And I didn't know the guy that did it. He like has like the Guinness Book of World Records for like going around. He was the guy way back when. I'm like, oh, I remember that dude. He's like 20 or 30 years older now that went across on a bike. He did every continent across. um, Like multiple times. I think he went around the world like, well, you know, obviously not the oceans on the bike, but I was like two or three times or something. Um, but he's like, you know, been into studying longevity, um, and what, what makes people tick, but one, you know, does it, the show's really great, you know, watch it. I'm not going to try to reproduce what he did here, but one of the things was just like, I forget what the name, the Japanese name for it was, but it was basically like a circle of friends that would take care of each other. If you had problems, would pool our money and would help you out. But they also got together and did stuff, and they were, like, just happy. You know, so many of them tended gardens. Mm-hmm. 
and different, you know, you're like, they get out and did this low level intensity, like, oh, the average, like they were in their 90s, some of the, you know, I guess live to 100 that they're squatting so many times because they're up and down and doing things versus sitting in a chair. Movement is life, yeah. We look at a lot of those... South, happiness. Yeah, that's really huge, right? Southeast Asian, especially Japan, but some of the Southeast Asian countries have very long-lived lives. And it's because a lot of those people, you know, they have to squat to get, use the bathroom. There's not like toilets in most parts of the world. Americans are so used to using a toilet, but in other parts of the world, you have to squat to go use the bathroom. If you have to do that, your body has to stay at a certain level functioning for so that you to work. do it, yeah. You have to do it, right? And that movement becomes life. I and never think, stopping doing it. Right. And then eating more, like rice with fish, right? And a whole bunch of the, the seaweed and stuff like that. Diet plays into it. And the movement, you know. You were laughing because you thought I was talking about eating poop. No. No. <laughs> was like, it what? made me think of a, a South Park where... <laughs> Do you remember the episode? No. You don't? No. <laughs> Just the word South Park? Yeah, and I was like, here we go. <laughs> um, God. I, and I only watched it. But it was disgusting. They were pooping through their mouth. I forget what... Oh, no, dear God. Stop do you remember right? that yeah, one? I know what you you remember that about. episode? I do. I, do. I guess you could get out of squatting if you could do it that way from that South Park. Right. But people are like, oh, we're going to squat. And you're like... Yeah, you got to squat. It's a freaking workout class. There's not a lot of couches in the Asian world. They will sit on the yeah. floor. That was right? one thing, like on a low floor. table. Yeah. But they were getting, you know, getting up and these old people just getting up. They're squat like and I'm like, "God, I see 30-year-olds having more trouble." Yeah. Than this old lady getting yeah. up and actually one of the ladies, she's like, like look at my I'm like, "She's 96 years old." And she's got better arms than people I see all of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look at her. She's got muscle, ladies. Muscle. You need it to live. Simple sugar diet. Simple, nice, lean protein. Uh, a lot of seaweed. A lot of a lot of stuff that comes from the ocean. And then you kind of look at these these latitudes around the world where these people live and the kind of food they eat. And there is something to the food about what you eat for longevity and then adding the movement to yeah, it. Yeah, I think it, it wasn't just one thing. Yeah. And they were like, the Okinawans, yeah, sure. what they were eating, it was pretty broad. It was like, wasn't just one thing. It's yeah. like an overall thing, but it's like, again, it's like an overall, like, happiness. Yeah. Like, being happy, I think, from the show, it was like 15 years. They're like, they could, they don't have a pill for that. Right. Can you imagine if there was a pill? They're like, Josh, you just take this pill, 50, but they're like, be happy. Surround yourself with people. Don't isolate, like... Surround yourself with community, you know, stuff we try to do here, you know, have community. Yeah. And laugh and, you know, something like, you know, we laugh at each other and yeah. different things all the time. But, you know, have a good time. Imagine the, like the people who aren't happy, they face a lot of stress and anxiety. When that happens, you've got all these hormonal changes that... That are rough on the body. They age you, right? I mean, those are flight or flight things that kick in sometimes. So the whole happiness component is pretty awesome. And if you go look at some of the places where we put people of older ages, there, there's no happiness there. It's just like they're shoved oh, into horrible. a room and lay on a bed and left there to rot, right? A lot of other countries do not treat their elderly that way. They're respected. Yeah. You know, often living with the family. And we, we kind of get away from that in our Americanized society. But... There's so much well, benefit to that extended family. 
Now, if you look at these grandparents in Okinawa, yeah, and you look at our general population, they're a freaking problem. And people are like, I can't handle taking dad to the bathroom and none of that. Yeah. Like, because they can't, they didn't take care of themselves. Yeah. You look at these Okinawans, like they're laughing, smiling. They're like, you know, they're playing just some, I don't even know what, they're, it's just a tossing game yeah. in there, but they're moving around. And you're like, look at this grandmother, you know, 98. You're like, oh my gosh. You know, there's three, four generations in a room. They're still moving around. They don't look like they're the problem. Yeah. That we have here in America. Yeah. So again, if we need that, I do understand that, yeah, you're a freaking problem. And I can't manage you. But it, a lot of it comes down to you didn't take care of yourself. Yeah. It, you oh. know, it would be a lot easier to have grandpa around that if he's out tending the garden and doing things versus, oh, I can't even get up. I mean, a lot of it comes down to taking care of yourself. And people don't want to do that because they'd rather take a pill. Yeah. They'd rather take the easy route. And I'm like, that's why you're freaking depressed. My great-grandmother lasted to 99. And every day, like every season, she was picking peaches. She was always canning. She was always cleaning. She was always cooking. She's always working on her little farm, right? She was always up and moving. And she died doing what she loved best, right? It was gardening. And cats, you know, all those weird things. Like, she just got up and moved, right? And then her whole life, she had done physical labor. And it preserved her, right? You know, everyone thinks that you work too hard, the body will wear out. But your body's designed to run to a point, and then we die. So keep the motor running, right? Lube it. Add the water. Give it the, the changes yeah. it needs. You're rotating your tires, and you're changing your oil, but you don't do crap for yourself. Sure. Right? Losing a couple of extra pounds is huge. Yeah, gotta take care of my car. Just squatting. I mean, I try to get really deep squats every time I do it because I know that as I get older, men's hips get tighter, so we it's harder and harder to squat. Yeah, it doesn't take much, you know. Mm -hmm. Squat for a minute or two minutes, four minutes, five minutes. And in a lot of these facilities where we take care of our elderly, where they add these exercises, you see a positive outcome. When people feel good, they're happy, right? And if you're happy, you want to do feel good things. And I think that's probably what he's discovering in those trips, right? That there's a, there's a level of fitness and lifestyle and happiness that when they all meet this happy little area, life's good. Yeah, you live a lot longer. Right? And we evolved as hunter-gatherers. We Our whole lives from the early parts of humanity was to get up and go find something so you can eat. Yeah. These humans weren't really known to settle in places. They would move around. I mean, they were very seasonal. When that goes away, I mean, it changes what you evolve. Right? If you believe in evolution, I'm an anthropologist. I still, I'm still on the fence about it, honestly, <laughs> because stuff's missing in it. But that was the cultures and lifestyles that they were living, right? You go and find something and eat it. But the point was, is movement was life. Yeah. Keep moving around. Keep moving around. So what the heck's going on in our society? Why are, why are we, why do we allow people then to feel good about not doing anything it's okay don't get out of the chair today you're fine you work too hard as it is you know i don't know i just think there's a lot like they're just some of the mindsets of some of these people and i watch i forget who she is and i guess it was like congress i don't know what if who it was my wife seemed to know who it was but i believe she was a judge um or supreme court justice oh and he's like 
the short was you're separating families at the border. And he's like, if I drunk drive and I have my kids in the car, I am separated. And she went on this time and he's like, it is the law. If you want to seek asylum, go through a port of entry and do it legally. Oh, and we feel bad for them. They're seeking asylum. Just let them come. They broke the law. I'm sorry. Go through the port of entry. If you're in fear for your life, I want to protect you. I'm a protector. I feel bad for you. But do it freaking legally. Crossing the border is not the way to do it. And yet, if I do shit, I'm going to be separated from my family. So why is anybody, why are they different? And when they, when they got this feel good, I hate this feel good culture. And we're going to give a kid a trophy and oh, this and that. Right. I just don't get where these people are coming from. Uh, it's crazy to me. It's like they're trying to avoid negative emotions in any way. Well, negative emotions build character. You have to learn how to fail and lose in order for you to grow. We know that it is a biological imperative. And that's, that's, that's the, the whole point of the conversation. right? Yeah. You have to grow. You have to have negative emotions. If you live a life without any negative emotions and then they do pop up and people go crazy, well, they, they had no tools in their past to deal with that in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's crazy. So, know. yeah, actually a mom asked me yesterday after class, the elementary school class, she's like, um, the boys are having real trouble with bullies and being surrounded by multiple and actually like I think um, you know I was trying to do two things at once uh, manage my teen class and listen to her concern of what I could you know try to help out with her boys and you know I was like a girl got knocked down and got a concussion because these kids are being aggressive and again like these bullies can like rule I was like you know I we can work with them in class. And I'm like, you're really surrounded by people. Like, you, you need to run. You're not a ninja. I'm like, the worst part of our black belt test here, in my opinion, is the two-on-one fighting. And that's two people. Never mind three, four. Our group, yeah. And, you know, I said to her, I'm like, look, might be just really good coming from you. I mean, I say it in classes, but really you guys have to reinforce what I'm saying of like, look, if you're really in fear and these kids are being really aggressive, you have to take out one of the kids and go and annihilate them <laughs> essentially the message and get for like, out. not what we're talking about, about terrorists, but I'm like, you have to be, you have to hit them and be, and hit it. And you can't hesitate. Either you run your butt out of there and just get away, which is, the best thing you can do, but if you are really in fear of these kids being aggressive and getting kicked and they're doing other stuff here and we're talking about first grade. I'm like, you need to send a message and the message needs to be take out the mouth. Take out the leader and you have to be willing and of course these kids are older. I'm like, get the heck out of there but I'm like, you have to be willing and you have to have overwhelming force Mm -hmm. and you you cannot hesitate and be scared if you're scared, you're going to get your butt kicked. You throw a weak-ass punch and you hesitate. You're in trouble against the bigger opponent. I'm like, again, you should get the heck out of there. That's how we start our kids' class. Build a strong mind and a strong body. And your mind is your best weapon. Mm-hmm. Like, just be smart and get out of there. 
doesn't change but later. You've got to go full force on this stuff. There's no halfway. You can't deal with terrorism halfway. And we continue to deal with terrorism half freaking way because our government doesn't have the guts. And there's been multiple. I don't care. I'm like, I'm sick of all of them and whatever, you know, conservative, you know, liberal, all of them. It doesn't matter to me. Like, they had their chance. Wipe them out. What happened, George Bush? Were we in there for the right reasons? Are we trying to war on terror? The war on terror. Why did we pull up short? Got the oil and got out. Huh? Got the oil and got out. Got the oil and got it. Got it back up running. We don't have the oil. And again, yeah. like, if we were paying back, I've said it before, help out these countries, oh, I guess we get to rebuild and these big corporations make money rebuilding these, these countries. But the American taxpayers aren't directly, oh, yes, as indirectly as employing people. Uh, the fucking real money is being made by these big corporations. Uh, I'm like, we need to eliminate I, I don't like people just they're not strong enough weak stomach for it but they're coming for you mm-hmm. e- pure evil you need to eliminate if you want to worship whatever I don't care as long as you're not hurting other people and going I am going to kill women and children and everybody else and invade your house and then your town for my little whatever made up religion we're talking about then I have a problem with you. You want to worship aliens, witches, whatever it may be. It's weird, but yeah, you can do it. You can do whatever you want. Like, you're not hurting other people. You want to believe in whatever you want to believe. But when you start forcing that on people and going, you don't believe in my little thing? Well, death to you all. Mm-hmm. Convert or die. Like, now I have a problem. Now I have a problem. And if you hurt one person in that pursuit... yeah. I'm sorry. All right. That's a super high note, huh, Josh? Yeah. That, super uh, high good, note. Good, good, good way to, to wrap but, it up. But, you know, when you're talking about self-defense, there is no halfway. You have to get out of there if you can. And if not, you've got to be fully prepared to end that fight. I would like to escape. I didn't even want to be here in the first place. But you have to be willing to end the fight because if you let them come back at you, it only takes one, only takes one quick mistake. I say to our, I was saying it to our kids too, just this week. Pro fighters lose, and they can get beaten pretty badly with a referee, with a referee, right there. There's no referees on the street. It's a horrible thing, but you've got to be prepared, and I think that's the the biggest thing out there you know live a happy life you live longer <laughs> isn't that the point of self-defense you defend yourself so you can live so all right guys thanks for listening you want to support the podcast what is it josh go to clearsky.online.com and get your clear sky today or head over to rms or head over to rmsdf.com and join what we do and then check us out on all of our socials facebook youtube and instagram at rmsdf you can't miss us 
And thanks for having us on, or having me on today, Joe. Yeah, all right. Shop.rmsdf.com. Get your suckless gear underneath the shot, the suck. I keep saying shop. Under the suckless tab. This is good stuff. You get some ideas. Check it out. I just put, oh, I got a test hoodie coming up. I don't think I put it on there, but it is fall. God, I have a lot of hoodies. Oh, I love hoodies. I can't <laughs> wait for the cold weather, dude. I'm living for it. You're living for it? For it. All right. Josh is giving me the wrap it up. Hey, guys, do something hard. Do something hard. Suck less. We will see you next time if we decide to come back. If not, we're in Jamaica now. We could. We could go there.